happens to be a dressmaker with your head bent over the needle 14 hours a day. No, you will learn to run a household in a place where you can mingle with our own and find a suitable husband. There are not many Mexicans or even mestizos here. Our relatives in Texas are happy to help you in the house until you find a husband of good station. I have already written. Josefa sniffled. She didn't want to cry. She just didn't want this to be happening. Just because you miss family in Texas since you moved here doesn't mean I do, she said. I don't even know anybody there. I was born in Florida. Silence. Tia, why can't you understand? She burst out. The tears trickled out despite her efforts to remain poised. Lupita sighed, set down her utensils, turned, and pulled Josefa into a tight embrace. Then she stepped back, but held onto Josefa's arms. My bonita Josefa, I have been patient with you this past year because of your grief. I gave you freedom to recover your spirits in this good, heavenly place. I let you play at sewing fancy dress work as much as you wished. But the time has come. Look at you, a beautiful woman of twenty-two, and no suitable marriage prospects yet. It is my duty to make sure you are on the right path in life. Already I have kept you here too long. Yes, because you are family. And because I look at your face and see my beautiful sister in you, go rest her soul. No, it is time. You will go. It is already arranged. But, Josefa started to say, Enough. We will discuss this no more. Lupita said and went back to work. Now help me prepare the table for supper. Josefa ran out of the kitchen. Her first thought was to flee to the chapel at St. Isidore's. The orphanage was one of her favorite retreats on the Taylor Grove homestead. She marveled at the way Seth helped it relocate to his grove when it lost its northern home in funding. All because he loved Agnes, who had been raised there before coming to Persimmon Hollow to teach. Josefa slowed her steps as she made her way from the family compound to the orphanage building. She thought of the harmony she saw daily between Seth and Agnes, their adopted older children, and now their baby son. She admired how Agnes even had time to make her special confections, which sold out at the Grove's tourist store almost as soon as the shelves were stocked. That's what she wanted, a happy home, husband, and family, and a chance to do her needlework somewhere in Persimmon Hollow, just like the Grove not a trip to Texas. She halted at the orphanage doorway, stopped by the shadows that had begun to lengthen. It was almost time for vespers. She was too agitated to barrel in on the sisters and orphans gathered for prayer, and too upset to bow down her head to the Lord with them. It certainly didn't feel that God was on her side right now, anyway. She picked up her pace again, dark eyes blinking back tears, and walked deep into the rows of citrus trees that stretched out from the Taylor house in orderly lines. How could Aunt Lupita do this to me, she fumed. Instead of finding peace, she became more agitated as she clomped along the path, just wide enough for her to reach out and touch tree foliage on each side. Did they even have orange trees in Texas? 
or orphanages like St. Isidore's, people like the Taylors and her aunt and uncle, and the sisters of St. Francis at the orphanage, and close neighbors like in Persimmon Hollow, and... Her resolve grew with every step. She wouldn't go. She would find a way to stay. The globe-like trees, spaced in precise distance from one another, enfolded her like a fragrant mantle. The grove was always a balm to her spirits. But now, with the trees in full bloom and daylight waning, it was even more magical. She savored being surrounded by the clean, sweet scent of orange blossoms. The small white flowers covered the dark green foliage like stars and grew brighter as the daylight dimmed. Josefa inhaled the powerful perfume. The springtime bloom season scented the air for miles around. Everywhere in Florida right now, citrus was flowering.